Welcome to 100 Ways, your simple reminder that you are home wherever you are and that everything is right the way it is right now. I'm your host, Laura Christine, fellow explorer of consciousness and this amazing, beautiful world. Let's get curious, dive into the duh, and find out what's here for us today. Welcome to 100 Ways. This is your daily exploration of self and soul. I'm your host and fellow explorer, Laura Christine. Let's dive in and find our way home. This is the second episode in Elsie's journey home. If you haven't heard the first one, you'll want to go back to episode 49 to get the full context. My journey really started with leaving a marriage that was diminishing. I'd like to highlight two really critical points here. I'm going to change names because I want to protect everyone's privacy that is involved with my journey, unless I've had permission from them to share their name. A few of my friends you've heard from know a lot of this story and have a part to play in it as well. So I'll use their names, but other names, I'll make some up. About two weeks prior to deciding to leave, and I will tell you the exact moment, I decided to leave in a little bit. I was going to a solstice, a winter solstice celebration. So maybe it wasn't even two weeks. Maybe it was one week. I invited a few other friends and somebody said that she was able to join us. So I picked her up and brought her to this party. When we were on our way back to her place, she told me she was looking to rent out the extra room in her house. I think her exact words were something to the effect of how much does a room cost (laughs) to rent. And I went back home and went on my merry way, lived my life. And then the straw that broke the camel's back, I think I may have spoken to this in the last episode and in the first of this series. Again, that's episode 49. I was having a hard time in general with the way I was being treated and spoken to and basically felt like I was not being respected by my now ex-husband that I will call Kent. Often Kent would ask me what I was doing, what did I contribute, and if I didn't do something that he'd gotten used to me doing, even though it was definitely not my responsibility, he would get visibly upset and sometimes speak words that were not kind. And the last night, it was January 28th, 2021, That day, we had gone to the beach. Even though I had had a client consultation that I had planned for that afternoon, and even though I really preferred to work, I was doing freelancing at that time. Just to set the stage, kind of, but I do want to move past the actual relationship. There seemed to be no sense of boundary for Kent. My boundaries, that is. It was as though I was there to serve his needs at every single moment, no matter what I was up to. Kent would arrive home from work and I would be bombarded by whatever was on his mind with no approach in any way other than aggressive. Even if I was on the phone, he'd start talking and then he might notice that I was on the phone and then stop. 
But there was no sense of being conscientious. There was no consideration for what I might be engaged in at that time. It was like, Kent's home. It's Laura's job to give Kent whatever attention he wants from her. I worked with that. I set boundaries. They were constantly broken. And every once in a while, they weren't. So there'd be this glimmer of hope. Okay, so that's the setup. Basically, Kent wanted beach. I didn't, but since Kent basically was really good at getting his way, and I was really good at giving in, I will own that, we went to the beach. Kent had a lot of beer at the beach, and when we got home that evening, he was giving medication to our kitty cat. Our cat had been on this medication for a little while, And he noticed that the dosage that I had given the cat was a little bit too low. I read it wrong, and we agreed on how much of the dose we were going to give. But I admit, yes, I did read it wrong. So upon seeing this, I messaged the vet, and the vet said, it's not a problem. We were not overdosing our cat. We were underdosing our cat, and our cat was doing splendidly. This was not okay with Kent. He blew up, said many things, one of which was he stood up and he is taller than me by about seven inches. So he looked down at me, like in my face, it was really kind of pathetic, and said, you couldn't survive without me. And at that point, I was not going to take being spoken to like this anymore. And I said, what does this do for you? What do you get out of this? Why are you saying this? Because it's obviously not true. I was fine before we met. I don't think I said that part, but I did ask, what are you getting out of this? He went and used the bathroom. He came back in and he said, well, maybe you could, but you'd be mooching off other people or mooching off everyone. Something to that effect. And I'm like, okay, And I understood in that moment that he felt like I was mooching off him. Not the case. However, I also recognized in hindsight now, there was always going to be a power differential in his mind. There was never, ever going to be an equal partnership. That is something that I don't think he would feel safe in and he would not allow it to be created. So he always either had to be the victim or the dominator. A lot of times, somehow both. I don't know how they do it. So that night, I went into the kitchen. I texted my friend who I'd taken to that party the week before. And I said, is that room still available? She said, it is. I said, okay, can I come look tomorrow? I'm leaving. Do you see how the universe is always setting us up for our highest good? There is always support. I could share this story and a thousand more stories like mine. And in every single one, the woman who stands up for herself is supported. It is so scary. It is hard because you're not only throwing away a relationship, and sometimes that does mean some support, whether it be emotional, financial, whatever, parenting. There's some support in a relationship usually. And it's hard to leave that support because you don't know where the other support, where the 
support that is going to be actually more life affirming for you is going to come from. So it's really hard to leave that. And then you're also throwing away this dream that it could be possible that this person might meet you someday at a full partnership. Because the type of person that I was married to and the type of person that I have seen many of my friends be in relationship with and thank God leave relationships with are very good at telling you that they're going to be what you want and need. And they're very good at making you believe it. They're so sincere in how they express themselves. But time and time and time again, they do not show it in their actions. This is why I'm sort of obsessed with people learning about narcissism or borderline personality disorder to recognize how they make us think that we're the ones that might not be right. We feel so invalidated by them, and that, but yet we need so much validation. Thank God I had the therapist that I had after leaving because, oh my God, she is phenomenal. And I received the validation that I needed to show me that, yes, you're being manipulated. No, he's not going to change. Yes, you can do this. And in order to be healthy, you have to. In order to allow in your life what is affirming and positive and expansive. Yes, you get to understand your worth. You get to understand why you weren't setting boundaries and how to set boundaries. You're, you get to understand why you weren't respecting yourself and how that was showing up. But now you can respect yourself and how to let that show up. You get to choose how you're treated. And it starts by recognizing what happened and then choosing a different way. And that starts within. I am so, so grateful to the universe and to my friends the one who had the room for rent, and everyone who supported me, my family included, as I was making this transition. Next time, I'm going to tell you about my grieving process because this is huge. If I hadn't allowed myself to grieve in full, I either would have gone back or I would still be learning lessons now that would keep me from living the enriched life that I have really stepped into. I want that for everyone. I want everyone to feel like their life is enriched by all of their experiences, whether they're a little bit nuts like me and drive solo across the country multiple times or stay put or be wherever they are and experience the simplicity and the beauty the joy, the pleasure that is always available to you no matter where you are. Just because I'm driving around the country, it doesn't mean that the simplicity is gone. The beauty is gone. It's all there. I've simply chosen to experience it in many different places and also catch up in real time with real friends. It has been amazing. I look forward to sharing more with you, starting with 
digging a hole for a tree and crying a lot. That'll come next time (laughs) I talk about my journey. Until next time, I'm sending you all the love and then some more. And we'll talk tomorrow. Thank you for exploring with me today. I would love to continue this conversation with you. We can do that at laurachristine.us. You'll find contact in the menu, or you can go to laurachristine.us slash contact, and you'll be taken right to it. Let's dive in a little deeper and see how fully we can flow with the duh. Thank you for being here. I would love to hear from you. Go to laurachristine.us to let me know your thoughts on this. And remember, as Rumi said, there are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Also, you can't fuck it up. I said that. (laughs) 